down poinsettia chapter 33 murderer for whore part three the smile on the rapist's face wasn't a smile it was a sickening crave slack-jawed look willfully it was a sickening look of an accommodating crave you sit there leering at her with that smile, you know, while Summer is kneeling before him on the floor, down there removing sex items and garments from that old suitcase next to his feet and the crumpled legs of his pants. I watched from the corner of the partially open drapes as Summer pulled out leather chain ensembles, dildos, and oversized multicolored lingerie. Now stay with me on this because I'm guessing large laced ladies garments were for him I'm guessing the dildos were for him too wasn't hard to pick up on that they were in his fucking suitcase furthermore he leaned forward reaching for one in particular yeah one of his favorites out of the suitcase Summer was going through and I witnessed this It sounds funny, but it actually sickened me to watch this long, straight-haired motherfucker watching his hair drape over hers as he pointed to the long, vanilla-covered, phallic toy he decided he was going to be sticking up his asshole tonight. I don't know. Still on the floor facing him. Summer pulled it from the case, held it up. Yeah. He had decided that would serve as saddest loss for the fucking evening. She placed him on the floor atop a hot pink negligee with black lace before placing the other items back in the vintage suitcase. Rapist himself, lanky 6'1", I'm guessing, scary-looking fucker who had upended. Serena's world completely now stood shirtless in the crumpled leg of his own pants over my first love. For the record, I already had the gun out. Okay. I would have shot that fucker right through the glass had he had attacked her. I'm not even kidding. I was that quick. I was that ready to kill. Yes, I brought the clip, but I did not chamber a round. There was not a fucking round chambered. Make no mistake about it. After seeing what that fucker had done to Serena and loving Summer as passionately as I fucking did, it would have been real easy for me to do murder that night. No fucking problem. Had he attacked her in that living room, this would be a completely different story. Stay with me. You have to stay with me because the craziest fucking thing happened when I least expected it. Summer was wicked smart. And though just as scared as I was that night, she knew exactly how to keep this motherfucker contained. Yeah, she knew exactly what to do, when she had to do it. In hindsight, we were the perfect, you know, hit team. Once Summer had the adult toys back in the suitcase, I watched the rapist, still in his boxers, step out of the legs of his pants, then pull Summer up off the floor by her arm with force. With force, okay? He didn't help her up. He yanked her up. 
There's a fucking difference, and I saw it. He forcefully pulled her up. That action alone made me step out from behind the drapes with the gun in my hand. Yes, yes, he would have seen me had he looked over. He would have seen me. I wasn't any more than fucking 10, 15 feet away. Back patio light was off, but there was enough fucking light coming out of that living room and dining room. He could see me quite easy. But before he could look over, Summer smacked his grip from her arm as she rose and in return grabbed his arm. Summer did not look scared at all. Summer took on a fearless look in her eyes and she fucking took charge of the moment. When that motherfucker grabbed her arm and pulled her up real hard, I was ready to go through the fucking glass. Yeah, I was going to kill him in his fucking living room. That's why I was stunned. When she knocked his arm away, when she stood up and got right up in his face and growled at him. No. I heard her muffled command to the glass door. With that, she grabbed his hand with her left and pushed him towards the bedroom half with her other. I heard her growl at him through the door. The tall, lanky creep's hair fell around his face as he sunk his shoulders and began walking towards the hall in his boxers. I couldn't fucking believe it. I watched him outside on the fucking patio in total shock. He completely did what she told him to do. Without even looking over at me, she marched down the hall right after his ass. I'd never seen Summer like that, but being the pro she was, she completely took over. Yeah. Assuming that the man-hater must have hated beautiful, delicate women like Serena, I'm guessing he wanted to be one. He wanted to fucking be one, or at least be treated like one. And that's exactly what Summer did. That's how she kept herself from getting attacked. Not that it would have happened with me right there. I fucking guarantee it wouldn't have happened. But that's how she kept herself safe, and that's how she kept that motherfucker under control. But she took it further. Look, I'm not an expert, and I'm just fucking guessing, but I'm a good guesser. She treated him like a little girl. I bet little docile, natured Serena had pissed that fucking maniac off. She was beautiful. She was delicate. She was every fucking thing he wanted to be. And that's why he attacked her. That's why he sodomized her. He raped her like three times. Beat the living piss out of her. He wanted to fucking be her. And Summer played right into it. Stood outside by the barbecue grill for about 10 seconds after they walked down the hall, unsure how to fucking respond. I didn't have a way in. Stepped over and checked the sliding door. It was locked. Summer was still inside, and yeah, they just ventured down the fucking hall towards the bedrooms. It was only a one-bedroom home, but hey, I realized the problem was if I had to jump back over the fucking fence again to line up the correct bedroom fucking window, it might put me between his house and a neighbor's house. I hated that. I didn't like that because, you know, I mean, I would have rolled with it, but no. Fortunately, 
my intended purposes required as much privacy as the rapists. Yeah. That's where our stars lined up in the best interest of the woman. He didn't know it, but I knew it. You see, the rapist needed as much solitude as he could get so he could get away with his shit. Everything he had planned for those girls in secret. So when I was afraid I might have to jump back over the privacy fence and line up with the proper window somewhere else, I was relieved when the back corner bedroom window light flicked on. The one furthest from any neighbor. Probably a guest bedroom or something. With that, I slipped up alongside the rear wall of the home, made my way over to the ledge, the awning window, and peered inside around the partially open drapes. The rapist stood next to her frame, full-size bed, towering once again over summer, and once again she was on her fucking knees. Whoa, this time I watched her pull his boxer shorts down. His wiener popped out in front of her. Machine, look at it. Yeah, it was flaccid. I noticed it. Anyway... I watched him step in gingerly into the hot pink black lace women's lingerie and Summer began to string it up his legs up over his little wiener. Okay, his big wiener. He put his arms up in it and she slipped it up over around his neck and stood in behind him, started tying it up. Holy shit. I was standing outside. I actually took a breath and looked around at the privacy fence in the empty backyard behind me, set my cigarette up on the fucking brick ledge of the window. Damn. Nothing going on at the moment, so I went ahead and I slipped the gun in my back waistband. Yeah, next to the Zippo lighter fluid. Peek back in. Summer's yeah, laying the guy down on the full-size bed, his head towards the foot of the bed. Before he even got positioned and lying on the bed, though, he was already sucking on his favorite dildo. I watched him disgust, shaking my head. Fuck. Summer was brawless down to her panties. Straddling him, facing his feet. And I watch my woman take her pantyhose off. One handed, one leg at a time. Okay? The other hand is feeding the guy, the dildo, his favorite dildo. He's blindfolded at this point. Not fucking kidding. By the time she was done. The rapist was blindfolded and women's lingerie cinched up on his own fucking bed. Sucking on a plastic dick and piping up his own ass a hundred times. Well... When I was actually starting to enjoy the entertainment, Summer walked out of the room. That's right. 
I heard her clearly say as he lay there tied up that plastic dick in his mouth that she was going to pee. I figured that was my cue. I'll keep it as short and simple as I can. I walked back over to the patio, looked back through the glass door around the drapes, and there was Summer, standing in the center of the living room next to the rapist's pants, kind of walking in a circle, looking unsure as to what to do. I stood right there in the glass for a couple of seconds. She still didn't notice me. I thought she had looked right at me. I guess she didn't, so quietly. Yeah, took the key from the stingray and slightly tapped the glass door. Summer looked over, saw me. Without hesitation, she immediately stepped over and unlocked it. Hey, hey, I saw everything, said, handing her the car keys. He's got a wallet. She whispered, pointing to the crumpled up pair of jeans still in the center of the living room floor. But before I could even take a single step towards the jeans, the rapist called out from the back bedroom. Michelle? Summer's eyes got big. She looked right at me. Yeah? Could you hurry? Hold on, I had to get a paper towel. I didn't need instruction. I dropped to my knees straight for the pair of jeans and pulled out the little black leather wallet. This guy was a fucking maniac, an animal, a little girl, and stupid. He had no less than $600 cash in his wallet, and I took every fucking dime. Been for kicks. Purely for kicks. Took all his identification. That would be his California ID, driver's license, his company ID, his credit cards, anything I could find in there with this fucking name on it. I took out of the wallet, dropped the wallet in the center of his pants, walked over to the library on his wall, selected a book like he hadn't touched in 30 years, opened that fucker up, put all the ID in the center of the book, then put the book back up on the fucking shelf. It's been almost four decades since that shit went down. I still don't know why I did that other than to torture the fucker. Uh, rapist kept calling away, but I already had Summer out the front fucking door, walking down the street towards the uh, stingray. I told her where I parked and told her to get her ass in that car and have it fucking running. I'd be down shortly. As usual, I was nervous about what I was going to do. I swear to God, I didn't have anything planned other than the fucking 9mm I bought from RD and had to ate the can of Zippo lighter fluid in my left hand pocket and a fucking cigarette hanging in the corner of my mouth. Other than that, I had nothing. So when the yeah, rapist called, I went on down the hall to visit. gotten an eyeful of the guys. So I wasn't too wild when I walked into the room. We were just in closer proximity now, and I did stop, though, and take a gander at him. She had his fucking wrist cinched up with fucking pantyhose as well as his ankles. I couldn't believe it. I don't know how Summer got him tied up like that. I didn't know she could tie fucking knots like that, but he was cinched the fuck up laying there on that bed still. Michelle? I knelt down by the foot of the bed where his head was, arms still tied to the footposts. I didn't 
the gun to his head. Instead, I set it by his ear. And I racked that motherfucker. Hello. I watched the man's body tense up before he immediately growled back, Who are you? Now with one hand, I pressed the barrel to the side of his head. While simultaneously pulling the small Zippo can out of my left back pocket. Popping the top nozzle. I'm a friend of Serena's. I, I don't know Serena, he remarked as I squirted the fluid over his balls. This flaccid dick hanging out. Obviously, it ejaculated on himself a couple of times. Yeah, no shit. Summer did not have sex with him. She was in her panties. She just sat on his belly, tying him up, and I guess that was enough for him. He had already gotten off on himself a couple of times. The man continued to claim to not know Serena. I continued insisting that I'd be happy to help him remember. I'm not going to go into too many details, but I'll give you the basics. It's the only time I ever grabbed another man's penis, and it was his. That's right. After I got the lighter fluid squirted on his balls, I put that empty can back in my left pocket, removed the cigarette from the corner of my mouth because I thought the cigarette would ignite the fluid. I grabbed his dick for nothing because I grabbed his dick and I snuffed it out in the eye. Now I'm the pee hole. I thought that would set off the fire. It didn't. So I had to pull my Zippo lighter out and set him on fire that way. I just set his whole body on fire. Just his dick, his balls, part of his stomach. I'm sure part of his ass. Yeah. He was ablaze and yelping like a fucking dog. When I heard his arms breaking, ripping, the pantyhose loose from the fucking foot post furthest from me. I put my right knee up on his fucking left arm, even though he wasn't breaking free with that one. I threw my left hand right around the corner of his mouth, and I pistol whipped that cocksucker. That's right, I gave him four good ones right across the bridge of his nose and the side of his fucking face. I wanted him to have to explain to his neighbors, his friends, his families, and his co-workers, and everybody what the fuck happened to him, and I wanted him to have third-degree burns in that sock of his. And that's exactly what he got, his dick too. feel bad about it, and I'm fucking amped up about it now. I want to go set that fucker on fire again. This is not healthy shit, man. House wasn't on fire. Zippo lighter fluid. It wasn't Kingsford or jet fuel, so give it a rest, would you? But... He was yelping like a motherfucker when I walked out of there, and I walked out of that house quickly. I closed the door behind me, locked it too. actually stopped on the front porch. Didn't have his front porch light on. Took a breath, looked around. No indication any neighbor knew anything was fucking going on. It had been a wild night in this house. We'd only been there about man, maybe 15 minutes stops, but it had been busy. Immediately, I went running low, trotting low, down the street. Yeah, staying kind of true to the center of it, but more over to the right, closer to the parked cars. About halfway down the street, figuring that's about how long it would have taken for the rapist to get himself untied and his balls snuffed out. I looked back over my shoulder to see if he might be looking out the front door, but nope, no sign of him. Fucking I, I kept running. Towards the end of the street, I could see the exhaust coming from the stingray parked around the privacy fence. Let's get the fuck out of here said as soon as I got in the car. Summer was sitting at the passenger seat. Are you okay? 
Yeah. I just want to get. I reemphasize once again, throwing the car in drive and pulling out. We hadn't even hit the main boulevard before Summer hit me with it. <clears throat> I couldn't hear the gunshot. What? I said a little confused. Did you use the pillow to muffle it? She inquired further. The question stunned me completely at first. What do you mean? When you shot him. She implored for more information. I mean, it was really quiet. I didn't hear it. I smiled and actually leaned back against the driver's seat as we continued towards the freeway. No, Summer. I cringed. I didn't fucking shoot him. What? To my surprise, she screamed back. Brit! What? What? Summer, I returned. I was shocked that she was suddenly outraged and mad at me. You turn the car around right now! You turn it around! She insisted, screaming at the top of her lungs. What the fuck for? I remarked back, just trying to get out of the neighborhood. You go back there and you shoot him immediately! She shrieked. At this point, she was sitting sideways, in her seat, facing me. Yeah, no seatbelt on, flailing her fucking arms. There were cars around as we were blending in, but they're all looking at us, seeing her scream at me. I don't know what the fuck gave her the idea my job had been to kill the guy, but I clearly let her know it was out of the fucking question. Summer, are you fucking nuts? We stopped at a red light. She contained her tirade. Rosemary paid you $3,000. Right, I said. I fucked the guy up for $3,000. That's it. I sent a fucking message. He's not going to call back. Should have fucking ended there. Should have ended right there. Okay? The rapist was fucked up accordingly. We robbed him, we beat him, and we got paid. And I got paid $3,000 by the lady who needed it done. That's a pretty fucking good haul. $3,600, yeah. For less than a month's work? Are you kidding me? But it wasn't enough for Summer. And she was adamant. She was absolutely insistent that I go back there and shoot that man and was even recommending as we drove on the Hollywood freeway back home that she come up with money to hire someone else to do the job properly. After berating me enough and demeaning me enough, she she gave me silence. She sat silent past her seat of Ding Stingray as I drove us home. At least what I thought was our home. Right before we hit the island exit, I lost it when I looked over and I asked her if she was okay. Only response was to not even look up. I cannot believe you didn't shoot that guy. That was the trigger. I'm not doing murder for a fucking whore! That's the beginning of the end for Summer and I. And the night my second ball dropped.
Cohen said he is going to be back here in a couple of weeks. This is a copywritten text. Property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, and the Stan Joke Man Show. Okay? I need some time off in this fucking book. Because you have the I love user. Pretty painful sometimes, even when you don't mean them anymore. Yeah.